Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. Thanks so very much for tuning in today. I'm honored to be your guest. It's good to be back with you in front of the radio mic here. I know you enjoyed Pastor Josh as he came and spoke last week and our absence, and we're just thrilled to be back here. Thankful for the traveling mercies and the meetings that we were in. What a blessing. Well, I'm telling you, there's much to share with you, so stay tuned if you would. Let me remind you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com. One word, antiochbristol.com. It tells you how to connect to our uh, web, how to get to our live stream, how to find our podcast, and all that information is all on our website. So please uh, go there. If you happen to miss any of our broadcasts here on the radio, you can go to the podcast platforms and find us there and tune in. We encourage you to do that. <clears throat> well, you know, I was very blessed saying that the uh, black Americans, black Christians are more likely to say that they're engaged in regular Bible study and uh, church attendance uh, more than any other group. That's a blessing to me. Uh, with all of the negativism toward the church these days, uh, more and more black Christians, my African-American friends, are out there going to church, reading their Bibles, attending church regularly, uh, more than any other group we read. And that blesses me. And it comes right along the heels of the information that Generation Z is beginning to seek the truth and how important that is, my friend. Now, who is Generation Z? Well, that age 12 to about age 26 is Generation Z. They've been lied to so much in public education, they're now beginning to understand that. that hey, we've been lied to. Let's find the truth. And more of them are going to church than uh, a previous generation. So I do believe we see some things turning around where people are seeking for truth. Dr. David Jeremiah said it well recently when he said to ignore these end-time signs that we are in, to ignore the end-time prophecies, to ignore what is actually happening in our world today, that's evidence of the time of the end is to do it at your own peril. How true he is. We must realize, friend, the shortness of time we have, the return of our Lord, and be, can we say, stronger than ever. He also said that the apostasy that many people are going into, uh, well-known preachers and Pastors that are going into apostasy, leaving the truth, following heresy and error, uh, just uh, it alarms me. People that I know heading in that direction, and Greg Locke being one of those, that saddens me. But going into a heresy, going into that which we know according to Scripture is not true. Yet, as Dr. David Jeremiah says, seeing this apostasy take place reminds us again of one of the signs of the end times but you and I as the church we have the truth and we're going to stand on the truth God's holy word 
we will not use it to support our different views, but we will take it as the Word of God tells us, and we'll take it and divide it clearly and go with it. How important that is. In these days, too, let me just mention this. It's more and more important for parents and grandparents to definitely instill in your children that God did make them male and female, that, yes, they were made in the image of God, and that he did the first wedding himself, the first wedding ceremony, male and female, man and woman, and he did the, the ceremony. He did the wedding. Uh, you're in a day now that you will have to continually tell your children how God made them and that he made them in his own image. And they're valuable to him just like they are. There's no such thing as gender change or gender neutral or any of this foolishness that's out there today. Even the scientific world often doesn't know how to describe it when you begin reading some of their articles, as I have. So you and I, may I encourage every one of us, let's tell our grandkids, let's tell our children, let's be there faithfully telling them over and over again how God made them. They were made wonderfully, perfectly in the mind and image of God, and he made them male and female, and he made them to marry between a man and a woman. Let us continually tell these truths, my friend, in these days. Well, it didn't take the Chicago mayor, Brandon Johnson, there. Thought he would be a little better than the one they had. I've got a lot of preacher friends up there in the Chicago area, and my goodness, how they, how they fight this unbelievable uh, crime wave that's up there. And then... Uh, the lack of police protection, the lack of government there. And Chicago mayor, I thought Brandon Johnson would be a little better, but he's rolled out the rules how to enforce against pro-life counselors out there outside abortion clinics. Instead of fighting crime as crime with murders happening daily, uh, uh, and many murders happening daily in Chicago, then uh, they're out there trying to corral pro-life counselors, people that's just offering information to those seeking abortions that there are other ways. There's alternatives. You don't have to have an abortion. God has another plan. So the mayor is going to be sure the police will police these pro-life individuals. Nothing said, by the way, about the attacks against pro-life people. I like what Governor Ron DeSantis said, that if he became president, he would fire any FBI agent who attacked a pro-life uh, person. He would fire them on the spot if they did that. And I appreciate that, man. Somebody standing for truth, standing on the Word of God, proclaiming truth, trying to save the life of a baby. And then the FBI get involved in that and attack the home as it has, has already done that before of pro-life counselors and pro-life people. Thank you, Governor DeSantis. If you become president, we look forward to that or whomever where prayer is God will do a work in their hearts as well. 
and move on to something else here I thought very interesting, and that is the attack against Christians worldwide, particularly in areas of Africa and India. Now, let us not forget, my friend, it's been a while since I've just reminded you, but we have many friends in Africa. we got many friends in India and missionaries and folks that, uh, I'm telling you, they are suffering there. They're under attack. If we think the church as Christians is under attack here in America, you travel to places like some in Africa there and in India, and they're under tremendous attack in many regions. Let's pray God's protecting hand for them and our Lord to minister to them all in a very special way. I can't imagine having the church burnt down around us, having our homes destroyed, being placed in jail, our family members put in jail, and many shot and killed on the spot. And that's happening in Africa. That's happening in India. Uh, and our, our government's taking a blind eye to it, sad to say. But you and I don't have to. We'll talk to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings because He rules and reigns in all things. Well, our time's gone. God bless you. Keep you safe. Till next radio time. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.